0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I'm Krusty and I'm here with Keeney and Fisher. Hey, hi guys. And this is the WWE segment of the review podcast, whatever you want to call it, where we're going to go over some uh, stuff from SmackDown because obviously we had Clash of the Castle at the weekend. So some of that has already been resolved. Um, But we're going to go over a bit of SmackDown, all of Raw, NXT, a bit of a review, a bit of a recap, any thoughts around it. So yeah, uh, let, let's kick off. I don't think we have any WWE news this week, do we, Fisher? There's
2: there's one little thing actually about Pat McAfee. Oh, here he is. Um, oh yeah, there, there
0: is. Um, so Pat McAfee point.
2: signed a full time deal, I think, to it's with SBN, ESPN to do with football, American football. So he's going to be off SmackDown for a few months, which is a bit of a blow because he's great on SmackDown. That's amazing, isn't he? Um, I, they haven't announced a replacement or anything yet. Um, but yeah, that, that's a bit of a blow, to be honest. It'll probably um, be like
0: Corey Graves or something. It'll probably she... just get
2: Graves to pull double duty. That's yeah. what they'll probably do. Um, they a lot of people want Nigel McGuinness to do shut, it, but haven't they? Oh yeah, he's definitely mm. coming back. They've yeah. said he's definitely coming back. Um, but I, it looks, I think he's going to be used more as like an on-screen character than a commentator going forward. Yeah. Um, maybe more of a wrestler promo guy. I don't know, but I reckon maybe, around the, maybe we'll see him in like the Royal Rumble and stuff like that. I think hey, we'll get him around the big pay-per-views
0: when um, yeah, Triple H in his media scrum after Clash at the Castle I think he was asked a question about Bad Bunny um, mm. about whether he plans to use him and he said "Yeah, you know, he's basically in talks but he, also, he then mentioned Pat McAfee in like the same breath as like yeah. oh yeah well we've got these guys that we can bring in for big shows Bad Bunny Pat McAfee yeah. so I think yeah, he Logan sees... Paul's probably in the same category yeah, I, think well. he, I think he sees him in, in, in that yeah. kind
2: of um, bracket so yeah it, it's a shame for the too? commentary but um, you know We'll get used to not being there after a while, but it's annoying. Yeah. Um, all right,
0: let's get into SmackDown then. Obviously, before Clash of the Castle, but there's actually a lot that happened not related to Clash at the Castle. Um, you know, mainly because... Well, actually, it was recorded a week before, so people were still there. Um, but we did kick off the show with a Viking rules match, the New Day and the Viking Raiders. Now, I know, Krusty, you were banging on about this on Saturday morning. Uh, how, how much
1: you enjoyed this match? You know what? Thinking about it, I, I didn't know what my top mark was going to be coming into this, but I think actually this match is probably my top mark. Yeah, uh, this came out of nowhere. I I actually thought this should probably be. It could have been the Clash of the Castle, uh, quite easily, yeah. just because of the way it, it it looked. It was a Viking match, and there's a lot of um sort of Viking history in the UK from invasions and such but they dressed the ring like a viking longboat and you had all the shields around the edge visually it looked stunning um and i just thought both teams really brought it here i've raved quite a lot about the viking raiders since they've come back i think they've dropped vicious now haven't they so they're yeah. just back to viking raiders. yeah it
2: sounded like it yeah, i think to replace probably like, that sounds stupid just
1: yeah.
2: a bit of it. i don't know <laughs> it might have just been not said missed you know missed but...
1: Even on the. Um where they put the name at the bottom of the screen, that doesn't have it in now. So I think yeah. it has gone. Okay. But maybe it is a
2: conscious decision. If it is, then that's I like it. You know, it's good.
1: I mean, this feud feels like it's going to be going on a long time. And I, I was a little bit stale of the new day as well, but yeah. actually this match brought my, it's rekindled my, my um, kin for both teams. I thought they both brought it. It was a pretty savage match. Um, and with all the visualizations and the weapons they were using i just thought it was pretty damn good i really did enjoy it so yeah it's my top
2: mark i think <coughs> in the week
1: excluding clash of the castle
2: yeah i mean we're not going to go we've already reviewed that and we're still buzzing from it i think so we're not going to keep talking about it because it'll just be boring for people who didn't go but um, if you haven't checked out our reviews absolutely mm, go. go and listen on, on youtube watch, recharge uh, wrestling and have were, a cheeky look there were two of them for some reason Yeah, I panicked and hit stop recording. I was so excited that I hit stop recording. But yeah. I I just want to quickly, before we move on, I just want to give um, some
0: props to the New Day here, because I think think probably us three and maybe a lot of people are, are getting quite bored of the New Day. They kind of haven't developed their characters at all for... A long time oh, eight now, eight years. Yeah, and <laughs> they, like they're basically constantly feuding with tag teams have already feuded with, and it's it's kind of repetitive stuff. But one thing you can guarantee they will give you is a good match. And they needed time to fill in the SmackDown with Clash at the Castle the day after, and they just let the new day and the Viking Raiders. You know, it takes four to tango, but it, they gave them a long. You know, this this was the good first quarter of the show. Probably it was. Just yeah, it was quite match. a long
2: match. The rest of the matches in the show were quite insignificant compared to this one. Mm. Um, that's why it could have been on the pay-per-view really it felt like this was almost felt like this was the pre-show match where you put it on like the night before but it's like a warm-up match for the weekend and you think i'll oh, just go out there and have a really good match um yeah it could have easily been the pre-show match that we got i i, I don't know if it would have gone on the main card but they, if they'd have done that instead of like the madcap moss thing they did then that would have been awesome um but, you know i'm not going to complain of what we got so no um we
0: also got a debut from, well, a re-debut from Karrion Kross, uh, beat Drew Gulak in a fairly straightforward match. Yeah. Not too much to say on that one. Um, we had an interaction with Ronda Rousey and Adam Pearce here, uh, where Ronda Rousey was reinstated. Um, and Adam Pearce just went off on one her. This he, is a great promo. Like, lost his... I don't know where
2: it comes from, but this is a great promo.
0: Yeah, this, this was really odd. And I, it got me thinking, are they trying to position Ronda as a face? Because Adam Pearce came across as a heel here to me. And I thought the whole point of this weird, uh, sort of a feud, this weird mini interaction that these two was for Ronda Rousey to be more of a heel. But I actually think she'd come across as a face here, which I
2: don't think is the right direction for her. But I don't mind if she's just like a badass in between, like tweener almost where she's not really a heel, but she does heelish stuff, but she's just a badass to the crowd cheers. Um, that stuff worked with someone like her. It's what Stone, like Stone Cold Steve Austin back in the day wasn't a typical babyface. He would do heel stuff, just go around stunnering everyone, but because he was such a badass... It's Kevin over. Owens, isn't
1: it? Okay. And
2: Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens is the same in a way. Um, yeah, Ronda Rousey kind of fits that mold for me in that sense. Uh, Brock Lesnar as well, when he was baby, the babyface version of Brock Lesnar. Well, even um,
0: even the man version of Becky Lynch.
2: Yes, was... exactly. These kind okay. of characters who aren't really babyfaces, but they they get cheered because they they still beat up bad guys, but they do it in a heelish way sometimes. Bad guys. say something heelish. Um, yeah, I'm all for, I actually think that's the perfect way to use Ronda Rousey because I don't think she's a good baby like normal babyface. I also think as a proper heel. She's okay, but again, I think she's going to get cheered, and I think that's that's the problem with it. So this kind of in between th- thing is is works for her.
1: I only think the reason they'd be doing it is if they want a Shayna to feud and Shayna's the maybe heel. yeah. So
2: you have that. that yes, that's a good point. Um,
1: and I, I want that to go. If it doesn't go that direction, I don't see what either of them are going to be doing. <laughs> now Shayna's lost cleanly to live, I really can't see what she's going to be doing. Um, I could easily see her attacking Ronda as a bit of a statement, which could be quite good. Yeah, but...
0: well, R- Ronda told her um, last week that she wants to see the more vicious side of Shayna. She's like, you used to be a killer. So I, yeah. I I, I, think the seeds are planted. And I actually think, I was confused as to why she'd come across as a face, but I think you've probably explained it there, Crusty. I think they are lin- will be lining up Ronda V. Shayna, which is the perfect spot for both of them to be in right now.
1: Well, Adam yeah. Pierce's promo was fire, though
2: it was great. And yeah, I wonder if we're going to get to some sort there. of weird match between the two, like an intergender match, it wouldn't surprise me. We can just have Ronda beat him up. That'd be really because the odd. feud feels like between Adam the two. Of them.
1: Even knows he's soft, though, he's never like he's
2: acted like tough. Why would he go against? Ronda? I, I don't know, or he'll get someone to he could. I, I know what they could do, he could get Shayna if he's. Mm. Yeah, he could get Shane or he could even use Sonia DeVille. I know they, they fell out and that she's not an authority figure anymore, but you could do some storyline there with Sonia DeVille because she's even an MMA background type person. So they've got people they can yeah. use that would fit into this storyline if they wanted to. It's where, I, I, I very thought it was Triple really H, good.
1: Doesn't it? Because yeah. Triple H loves like an authority storyline. I think he also he's been loves like... them in the
2: past. Yeah, he also loves legit people that are like, you know, like fighters, actual fighters, so... There's a mixture of legit bosses as well. Both of that. (laughs) Yes.
0: Maybe soon. Um... Just a couple more matches, and then we'll move on to Raw. Yeah. Uh, nothing to mention here, but Hit Row beat Maximum Male Models. And then we had... Yeah, it was Carillo good to see them and... finally
2: in the ring, Maximum Male Models. Um, has yeah, so Their long.
0: debut match. Right, Hit then, Row
2: rightly won, didn't they?
0: Yeah, then Carrillo and Garza come down and um, attacked them. And then Street Profits come down to help Hit Row. So it was Street Profits on SmackDown, or I, I, I don't really know. They, they've been all SmackDown for a few weeks in a row now, Street Profits. Yeah, they've been f- on
2: RAW as well, though, which is it's weird. I don't know why they're, there. Yeah, they're a bit mean, popular, aren't they? So yeah, there isn't really. But I think we're the gonna the
0: get thing. an eight-man tag probably this Friday of Hitler and Profits the list of and Um And then we had Nakamura v. Corbin um, is a Corbin open challenge, and I was interested to see who was going to come out here because I thought there's a chance, you know, you know what Triple H is like, it could be Danny Burch could come out here. I don't know who's going to come out, but <laughs> uh, it was Happy Corbin. Um, the match itself, nothing to write home about, uh, Nakamura got the win, but the interesting thing was Corbin obviously looked dejected, walks backstage, and we see JBL's limo pull up, and he gets in with JBL, yeah. which is a very Well, interesting... we assume it was him,
1: it, it, no, it was I think, his limo.
0: I, I, think, I think he spoke, I think you could hear his voice. Yeah. Somebody JBL. said, is
1: that JBL? I'm sure one of the comments yeah, I think Michael Cole did say it.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is, Jamie. So I'm, I'm pretty sure it is, yeah.
0: Yeah, but that, that's, that's, that's a really interesting uh, manager alliance there. I think it actually works really I, well. And
2: I think Corbyn needs a change of character to a more serious I'm excited deal. to see Corbyn actually
1: win something. I said it the other week, I don't know. <laughs> I think you mentioned that that's his job to just get destroyed. But I want to see him actually be decent for a while. Yeah, it can't be his
0: role forever. It can't always be in this hill that gets the losers. Yeah, because like, I mean he lost twice to Ricochet.
2: Well. He lost twice to Ricochet, didn't he? Yeah. And mm. then to Nakamura. And it's like, well, you have him lose sometimes, but he shouldn't lose every single no. match. And it, this um, is a guy
1: who's won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. He's won money in the bank. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's not like he's done nothing. It's it's pretty crazy how uh, suddenly he's just crap. Um but no, oh, I um, guess actually, if they can build into this, this story of, where he turns. It's, I'm excited because we know he's good when he does this sort of stuff. Like when he got really into the t- changing to Happy Corbin, we were loving it. We were so oh, I thought he, I
2: thought him as bum-ass Corbin was amazing. Yeah, it was great. Um, it? So I'm hoping we get brilliant brilliant that enthusiasm
1: role. again. Uh, I'm Actually, this is probably one of my favorite. It's one of the things I'm most
2: looking forward to, I think, at the moment, um, to see where this goes. Yeah, yeah, it is intriguing. Yeah, me too. It's, it's intriguing. So there's quite a lot of good stuff set up for SmackDown this week as well, obviously with, with that, with um, Solo Sokoa's debut. Well, Sokoa's first appearance on the show, I'm assuming. Um, you know, see what Drew does, see what Cross does. I think there's quite a lot of intrigue around SmackDown now, which is good.
0: And that's actually a good segue to Raw, because there's a lot of intrigue for Raw and mainly for the turn we saw at Clash at the Castle of Dominic and to see where he yeah. would like I think you guys said it on your review pod that he didn't actually align with the Judgment Day he kind of walked off on his own and they sat laughing and I think we weren't sure whether he would be in a Judgment Day but we learned quite early on into the show that he had joined the Judgment Day and can I just say his look is phenomenal Dominic from, from this like kid who looked about 12 years old to look as badass as this is uh quite quite a impressive switch and i think i think you made the point uh before Crusty. i think it was you saying about his his hair yeah but obviously the longer hair were all slicked back dark Looks clothing. Really yeah his his facial expressions the whole time were brilliant um and obviously edge wanted to uh get his hands on dominic uh but ray Rather than just being angry at his son and want to attack him, he's still giving him the benefit of the doubt, and he's he's not quite ready to attack his son yet. Which is probably the right way to go. Yeah, you wouldn't realistically just go straight into wanting to beat the shit out of your son, would you? <laughs> it, it probably would. It's a, it takes take a bit of time for him to get to that point. <laughs> yeah, but I I think I personally I think they should. Sp- Wait us out till Mania, Ray and Dominic. That's a long old stretch now from here, though. Yeah, but
1: Mania... they were going
2: to do that. They needed to wait for the turn. Edge
1: on. is well, Edge is now injured, isn't he? I said, in said, yeah. Storyline injured They're doing Edge but... versus Dom next week.
2: Do you really think that's going to
1: happen? That's been advertised. Yeah, but do you think it'll properly happen? I think the um... Judgment are going to get involved again. Kick the hell out. That's too big a match just to throw on Raw. Surely. I don't you know if it is because it's Dom. Because it's
2: I think Ray versus Dom is a big match. I don't think yeah. Edge versus Dom is a huge match in the sense of it's quite obvious that if if it was just having a normal match, that Edge would win. Like Exactly. Easily.
1: So you're going to get... I, I can see them building this and have Dom get one over Edge a few times before he actually manages
2: to get his hands on him. Maybe, maybe. I, just, I, love, uh, I love what they've done so far. The Ripley presentation and her saying she made him into a man and stuff. Brilliant.
0: I love all that. that. Yeah. Just, uh, I I think, I think you can, you know, you guys said about maybe being too far WrestleMania, but I think you do a storyline where you have Dominic injure Ray and Ray's written off TV for a few months, Dominic and Judge Ray in the meantime, destroy people, just destroy a couple of faces uh, on the card. And Ray comes back at the rumble mania season And then it's like, okay, about enough now, Dom. You've you've injured me. You're now attacking like innocent people. So now I'm teaching you a lesson at Mania.
1: You've had Edge on TV for a long time. This surely isn't. I'm sure his contract is not every week on TV. Mm. So surely he's got some time coming up. So like you said, that would fit in with your story. I think next week they just absolutely ruin Edge, and we may see him at Survivor Series Crown Jewel. Something like that, yeah. Otherwise, I could see them rushing
2: it. If if he if they do have a proper match and Edge wins, I mean, what well, what then? Yeah, um, yeah, that is the problem. I don't know where they go, but it's interesting. It's definitely I really like the what they've done with the story and like you say, Ray not knowing what to do is is the key part of that. If it had just turned straight away to Dominic and started beating him up, like yeah, you're right, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have made much sense. I think they can drag that out for a couple more weeks yet, and then eventually Ray's going to flip. And go. I've had enough of this. You need to put it into place, and mm. I, but I don't see them. I don't see it going to mania. I just think the story's been told a little bit too early. But I'd love it if they do. Like, don't get me wrong, but the storyline of writing Ray off for a couple of months is great. But then Ray has to not w- want to work for a couple of months um, if he's okay with doing that, and for a long-term storyline, then great. Yeah, the but... spring chicken anymore? No, he, I mean him having a couple of months off, um... working a lot, hasn't he lately? yeah him having a couple of months off is, to, to be honest if you drag the story down out a few weeks until you know sort of october you've only got three months to the rumble it's not that that long yeah um, but, so, it's,
0: but it's long enough for uh, dominic to cause shit um <clears throat> sorry we also got uh just as a follow-up from this we got priest against ray on this show um which priest won when um Ray went for the 619 and Dominic kind of got in the way, and then priest got the win. So we saw like uh the first little uh chink in the armor of Ray from his son here, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that was everything that come from that match. Um, and I'm looking at the rest of the stuff happened on Raw. Actually, let's talk about the main events. I think the rest of it is either skid mark or top mark territory, so I think. We should go on to the main event, yeah. Um, which is the United States Championship Steel Cage match. And when I saw this other times, I thought this is a bit random. But then Miz actually explained it and started to show when it, you know, it was implied that he was wanted to be a steel cage, made, so sense. so he could he could keep Dexter Lumis out. out. Um, which, yeah, I, I we all knew what was but, coming,
2: didn't we? Yeah, in terms of oh, yeah. Dexter Lumis' involvement here.
0: We did, um, but another US title match, not, on, not only on the show, but main event in a Raw. Yeah. It's happening regularly now. Uh, I mean, there's no other top men's title on Raw, so I think it almost has to at this point. Um, but a good match uh, in itself, a lot of involvement from Champa, a lot of yeah. um, you know people trying to escape from the door and then smashed by the cage. Uh, but real, really, the crescendo of the match is the Miz climbing over and loomis appearing from under the ring uh, they got a lovely camera
1: shot i thought the camera shot there. of this
2: was fantastic that yeah. was the best i'd love to have seen it. the cameraman was he just like hanging off
1: the <laughs> yeah i know the I,
0: got... <laughs> I did wonder i was like where's that cameraman he's like hanging Maybe from got the a
1: photo of the hank cameraman send send it to at recharge wrestle twitter please we'd <laughs> yeah. love to see it
0: <laughs> we would um but yeah and then he comes back into the ring and then obviously lashley gets the win Interesting that The Miz was that close to winning the title because if it wasn't for Dexter Loomis, he would have won the title, which gives him more ammunition to go after
1: Loomis. I was still annoyed with him using the door. Triple H. Yeah, Why I know. Why are you using
2: the door? I know. At least they didn't actually win through the door. They teased it. They used Champa. I think it, they, they did it. They had. I think they had to use the door for this spot, though, because Champa had to get involved. For then Miz to smash Lashley's head down enough for him to get over the top, because Miz isn't beating Lashley up and climbing over, like that would have made Lashley really weak, where they could have walked out. That's what I hate about. They do it too often. They do. They did it a couple of times too many, maybe in this match. But in terms of the finishing, the ending spot, I think they had to do that too. And and Miz smashed his head a lot of times against the cage um, because Miz beating looked like he was going to beat Lashley makes Lashley look quite weak but the way they did it didn't so I think that's why they they did it that way but yeah the the camera shot was great from Loomis and Loomis actually finally touched the Miz as well here got his hands on him and and stuff afterwards so that's the first time we've actually seen that so I think this this is up the feud a little bit now we've moved it forward we're probably going to get the match soon what what's the end goal of this? Just Loomis vs. this match? Some weird stipulation match at Extreme Rules. You know they love a weird stipulation. They did zombies. They've done you know they've done all this weird stuff at Extreme Rules. They're going to do mm. some strange Extreme Rules between these two, I reckon. Dexter weird. Dexter out. Loomis has got Extreme Rules written all over him in terms of like some weird stipulation. Um, and Miz loves doing this kind of shit as well. Like he he doesn't mind making making himself look silly. So. Yeah, yeah, I that's think that's. True. I think that's where we go with it. Um, that is coming up, isn't it? So, it, I think that makes sense. Yes, it is. Yeah. And then you can have Loomis's in-ring debut on the main roster, and uh, you know, at least you're doing it on a pay-per-view rather than doing it on Raw.
0: Yep, makes sense. Um, all right. Does anyone want to go into top Mark's Kid mark
2: territory? Because that's no. What... I was just going to mention Johnny Gargano's debut. Oh, yeah? um, oh yeah. Go on. To speaking of in-ring debuts, so Johnny Gargano had a little promo with Theory, didn't he? Um, and theory, I liked theory saying you're more like Johnny talking now because that's all you do. And then Johnny, uh, Johnny Gargano said that he's having his first match next week, which I can't wait to see. I wonder, I don't know who it's going to be up against, but put him in there with like an Ali or a Ziggler or someone he can have a really just a good match with a win. Um, Ziggler
0: would make sense in terms of theory being involved as well.
2: Yeah. Based yeah.
0: on their mini feud they had.
2: I'd, be, I'd be really
1: interested to know what the direction was going with Ziggler.
0: I don't think they ever had an idea with Ziggler. I I felt for like that whole him turning face has been so
2: bizarre. I don't think anything. Well, that was, Vince, was that was when st- Vince was still in charge when he turned. Yeah, I know, Hates. but I, I, I don't. So think I think Vince, Vince might have had it. I think Vince might have had some plan, but I, I don't think Triple H is necessarily following through with it. So I don't know. We'll never know, will we? We'll realistically we'll never know what Vince was going to do. I mean, who who knows what Vince was going to do? To be honest,
0: no. Um. Can I, can I go into a skid mark before? Because for it. I get negativity out of the way now. Let's
1: get
2: a load of the floor.
0: Um And we've been talking about, like, debuts and returns and all stuff. And we got a return on this show, Braun Strowman, um, which in itself is not my skid mark. But this whole segment is, I just thought this was, we've praised Triple H so much for all, all of the progress he's made and all the things he's got rid of from the Vince era. Um, and this just screamed of Vince McMahon, at his worst book in here because we had a tag team number one contender match with, and the four teams involved made absolutely no sense. I, I
2: agree with that part of it, by the way. The, the New Day no, just It just lost sense the Viking to Raiders. And yeah, bec- yeah, but... Only like, what, because Born beat them, if Bourne beats up the Viking Raiders, the Viking Raiders um, are shit. That was uh, what I realised why they did it after. Yeah, it, 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 at the time, though, you're completely spot on. No, like, but I was then, like, where are they?
0: Uh, okay, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute, but we had, yeah, The New Day just lost, uh, lost for Farios, so,
2: well, they've better been on TV. And that's they why they were matches. there to get beaten up by Braun, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, that's Gable and there. Otis haven't done much, and then, I can't believe who the other team was. Street Profits?
2: Street Profits, the
0: yeah. who had had loads of matches with the Usos. So when the match got
2: announced, I was like, well, which one of these is going I, to fight I didn't want any of them to win, but yeah. I was thinking maybe Alpha Academy, like because yeah. them versus Usos would be okay. But I was like, we don't need New Day or Street Profits again. And lost the Farios. Yeah, like, it just didn't make any sense. I agree um, with you. I do agree with you. But then, after the match ha- ended, I, I get why they did yeah, it. Yeah, and so also,
0: one thing we've praised Triple H for as well is building up his tag division. He's brought in, you know, we yeah. praised him. He brought in Vinci. We got Imperium back together. He brought in Hit Row. He's, Legado Del Fantasma coming up soon. He's, he's done a lot to the tag division. And for him to introduce someone by taking out four tag teams on his own, just completely devalues the whole tag division like that. He's Hear just the devalued
1: among the men, whole though. tag
0: division. Um And like nothing come of it because now we're being told Bourne's going to be on SmackDown. So why yeah. the fuck was he on Raw here decimating four tag teams for nothing to the come
2: The The only way this will make sense... For him to be on raw is if he some, has some weird involvement with the New Day or Los Safarios because they're on SmackDown. Otherwise, if they don't even interact with them on SmackDown and he's involved in something completely different, then it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Well, and, he, and also he appears to be or, a face. he wants the tag titles and he's gonna see with Nicholas again and the friend Uso's. No. Nah. <laughs> Not Nicholas. I was joking about Nicholas. <laughs> Nicholas Imagine I, uh... at, yeah, He's probably an adult now. It's probably like a you know, a good rest. Yeah, I,
0: I just think if this segment Happened during the Vince era, it'd have
2: been groans and moans. And I just think this I, is, agree, I do agree with you to an extent. I think
0: this is the worst thing Triple H has done
2: since he's taken. In reign. terms of getting Braun over, though, back like reintroducing Braun himself, take away the attack. I agree with you on the tag division element of it. In terms of getting Braun over, a beat, having him beat up eight men, he went through Otis through the barricade, uh Dawkins through that was the a ta- good spot. Like man. that was good. The only thing he did like is he like fell over.
1: He's um, he's convincing us that he's actually a decent wrestler. If he just went through a load of jobbers and a load of security guards, it's like, ah, oh, okay.
0: Well, that's, that's, that's how they were treated. I wonder this.
1: if they're going to push him towards something big, which is why he needs to have some convincing.
0: Uh, just for me, when I which heard Tim
1: Brock do it before.
0: Yeah. I just, when I heard Braum was coming back or when you hear anyone's coming back, you want them straight away to have a plan and a, a direction and this just felt like a classic Vince Munn call-up uh, call or return, where he just throws them in just to throw them in. with no. This is, there's no direction. He's not going to have a feud with any of these eight guys. I'll be surprised if he does. Maybe I'll yeah, be wrong. I, I would be but as well, to be he honest. is just, this is, like, if they'd have brought him in and he'd have interacted with Omos straight away, I'd be like, oh, my God, yes, I'm looking forward to Braun. But already, I'm like, oh, I've, already, I, what, why do I care about Braun Showman? Maybe he's going go no to go for them on the day. day. Yeah, I, I, uh, to me, this just, um, this just—it
2: was a weird segment to put him in.
0: Yeah, this this just skidded my pants, and this is my uh, skid
2: mark this week. I, I did not enjoy this segment at all. It's a shame because as well as bringing someone back and straight yeah. to a skid mark, like that's that's not good.
0: I know it's, it is a shame. I, I do like Bron Shyman, by the way. I want to just make that clear. But this was a bad. It's not. I'll say him coming back is actually a good thing, but he come back in the worst way. In my opinion, yeah. um, so I know Krusty, you've got a skid and I think you've got a top mark here, Fisher. So I don't know which way around you want to do this. Well,
1: I backed down on the skid mark, I, I'm just it's not fully skid mark but I'm not oh, too okay because like, I didn't realize it wasn't a title match. If it oh, was okay. a title it's match, not, it, it, it would be skid. skid.
2: I i have a little observation from after this match, although they kind of undo it on NXT, but um. If you want to talk about it, are you going to talk about what? Oh, it? Talk my about match, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah talk about know, it. I'll tell you, you what. I, I realised afterwards. No, I spotted something afterwards online that um, made it a little bit more interesting. And uh, Nick, oh, okay, I might be quite team.
1: keen on that then.
2: Well, yeah. basically,
1: I, I, we had the tag team champions come out, and then their It was already a bit of an iffy win, wasn't it? The fact that they. They won because pit, pit of interference in person, yeah. between damage control and Oscar, Alexa, and Bianca. So it took away the um, sort of celebration of them winning it, I guess. But then their first match just felt a bit pants um, against Dude and Nikki Ash, who I don't like as a tag team anyway. Um,
2: no, and they've got some three nights in a row this week. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're like the most used tag team in in wrestling it's crazy just to get beat though <laughs> most of the time that's the thing yeah it just didn't i was just thinking triple h what are you doing just it uh, i understand they have to be somebody but it just didn't it just didn't feel good i didn't want to watch it i
2: wasn't interested in the slightest um, the crowd was quite dead from it unless i met I'm not surprised. But I don't think the cha- that Raquel and are being champions helps either. I don't think that's down just a Nicky and Dewdrop. I think that's mm. all four. Not, not one of those four is that over with the main crowd. I mean, Raquel's probably the most, but, but, but none of them are that popular, really. With the it just main doesn't tri- make them
1: feel important at all and doesn't make them feel like legitimate champions. I, I'd have had them beat someone a little bit better. Uh, so to clarify,
0: yeah. is this or is this not a skid mark?
1: Oh, let's skid it. Yeah, I've yeah? skid it all over. Now, it like a
2: now one thing I want to add to that is later on in the show, something I didn't notice at the time, but I noticed afterwards online, there was a segment later on where damage control were walking backstage. And there's been quite a few segments recently where Nikki and Drop are like arguing in the background. And there's a segment where they're arguing and Nikki takes off her for a mask and throws it at Drop. And I was thinking, well, what's that leading to? But then, weirdly, on NXT, they just what acted completely. On, no, no, no I, I've got a different theory, but uh, on NXT, they just acted totally normal and didn't even mention it. So I was a bit confused. But if they're just going with a storyline on Raw, I think we might be changing the gimmick again of Nikki, Nikki ASH and possibly Doodrop Drop as well, which I think could make them a much better team. If then Nikki Cross and um, Piper Niven, yeah. as like a Scottish badass duo, that could be quite cool. That would be a good tag team. Yes, yeah. it's, it's the it's the gimmicks they're in that make them uninteresting, and I think they're they're heading towards something with that because they keep losing all the time, and Nikki's getting angry. We can tell with those backstage segments. So I think it's going somewhere, but NXT then told me different, so I'd, I'm not sure. But we we'll won't see. But it's just something to look out for.
1: I'd actually be interested them more in interesting. Them, I think. Yeah, definitely. Because because the
2: original Nikki Cross is is really good. Like her gimmick was really good when she was in Sanity. And Dewdrop or Piper Niven when she was in NXT UK, again, great. So um, Apart I think it's a silly name. Better. I
1: didn't mind Drop in general. No, uh, but... Wrestling's pretty good. Her stories have been pretty good. Nikki A.S.H. Yeah. <laughs> I do not like that gimmick uh, like. one bit.
0: So before we move on too much, I just remembered something from my uh, skid mark. It's actually a positive from that tag team match. Is we got a point where um, oh, Kofi and, Kofi and this. Xavier this were, were both tagged in at the same that time. Was amazing! And then Kofi went to pin Xavier just to get a quick free count because they had two brilliant. legal men. Yeah, never seen that before in a. That match was like genius. That. Yeah. I appreciated that spot. That yeah. I I, I, that. I just saw that. I, I was, was meant to say through. that. I was
2: thinking about that all day. I was like, must not forget, and then I forgot to say it. Yeah. But I'm glad you brought it up. That, that was, was that, was, that was
0: the best thing about that segment.
2: It was. It was great um, um so anyway, let's move on i think there's i've got a top mark but there might be i don't know if there's any other segments to discuss before we move on to that i'll end i've with the got mark. no other segments
0: so yeah, I, I can't actually top th- mark. think of any fish so i
2: don't know
0: if you've got any other there notes. was there was a
2: segment between um bailey and bel um where they kind of teased during the match but it, Belair wanted it that night bailey said no that's gonna happen at extreme rules isn't it clearly um yep so that there was that. And I'm just looking to see if there's anything else worth noting on more. Oh, there was a there was a little um after clash segment with Riddle and Rollins as well that was okay. Um and I think we're getting a rematch there because Riddle asked for one. Seth said no, why would I? But again, I'm pretty sure the Extreme Rules were gonna get the rematch there. Um but I'll move on to my top mark now, which was Kevin Owens and Theory or Austin Theory. Austin, theory, and Austin the theory, Tom Austin Champ has got his name back as well, by the way, which is great. Yeah. Um this so the segment was really good, but the match was great. And I watch Kevin Owens every time, and I'm like, this guy is not going to have a long career because he absolutely kills himself, throwing himself off the apron. Fury like smashed his head into the steps in this. Match. Oh,
0: that was a brutal spot.
2: Uh, yeah. Never um, seen that before. That's and and Keir was flying around the ring. And yeah, they had just had a really, really good match here. Um, and the crowd. Was so into KO again now as a baby face. And I'm loving that because we thought, like, is KO going to be a baby face in this gimmick? But again, like the Ronda thing I was saying earlier, he was designed to be a heel. But because he's so cool and good at it, it's, it's, become, it's kind of automatically transformed into a face gimmick. Um, and obviously, he had a message for Roman here. He like, went like that at the end. So I, th- I've, I think we're going to get him either versus Roman or we're going to do the, the Sammy thing with the Usos is probably the more likely option when Solo Sikoa kicks Sami Zayn out tomorrow, which is my prediction. It um, yeah. says that he's the fair not Sammy Zayn. Um, but there we go. I think I'm looking forward to seeing what happens there. But yeah, this awesome segment. And um, they had the promo before it was good as well. Um, some good jibes from Theory about KO not winning titles in years. Um, you know, KO... References losses against Roman, which I love it when they call back to stuff that happened 18 months ago. Um, and Fury as well was doing some weird selling where he, he, he was knocked out so bad he forgot where he was. He kept calling he called the pay per view Crown Jewel. Then he said something else. And it, I thought he was just messing up his lines, but he wasn't. He was actually selling the fact that because Tyson Fury knocked him out, he had like his a bit jewel. of a brain injury and he was holding his jaw. I thought it was great um, from Fury here as well. But yeah, uh, really enjoyable segment, and for me, the best thing on Raw this week.
0: Yeah, it's probably the best wrestling match of the week. Um, although there is actually a match from NXT, which I think was pretty damn good. But we'll get to that in a bit. Um, but yeah, I thought this was this was a great um, great segment, and I guess the only slight negative, what I actually grieved the decision is your getting your money in the bank winner looking weaker and
2: weaker by the week yeah i was worried they were going to do a non-finish here and i and ko's mm. had a couple of, he had one with drew a couple of weeks ago but It was a great match and I had a non-finish i was worried they're yeah. going to do that again so i'm glad he just beat theory clean just
1: theory just keeps um, losing and so they
2: do this with the money in the it's bank
1: almost like triple h is doing it on purpose to get back at vince that's what it feels
0: yeah like. i just i just not a fan of your money in the bank looking so weak um even if we you know, people don't want him to cash in and want him to be. I able able to wonder whether him. this story though
1: could go out. quite nicely with him being weakened and weakened and weakened, that we almost don't expect him to be able to cash in, and then hmm. he does cash in somewhere, not necessarily on a world title. Maybe he gets so low that he thinks I'm going to cash in on a, the the mid card title, intercontinental. An
2: title. Yeah. Who knows? Like he just turn up in yeah. yeah. Weird. <laughs> Yeah, 24-7 title, that would be a waste
0: of time. Is that, is that it from Raw?
2: Yeah, I think we are. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is it. Yeah. Out, which
1: means we're going on to NXT, I believe. Yeah, NXT. There I next. take my leave. Because, yeah. as usual, I am way behind because I'm useless. But I hope you have a lovely... A man day. of the life. Yes. <laughs> there's been too much wrestling this week, and I prioritise... It has been and, There's, there's been way too much wrestling this week. week so. um, Enjoy your time with Keeney and Fisher. And uh, speak to you soon. Bye-bye. See you
2: next week. Christ. See you later. So let's just do a quick overview. Because I don't think there was loads to talk about on NXT. But you said you had a match that you thought might have been better.
0: I thought Axiom and Nathan Fraser was okay. very, very good. I was going to
2: say a different match, by the way.
0: No, I think it, it was, was lightning. I mean, Nathan Fraser, every week, he. I think I like him more. He is so quick like he feels like the quickest wrestler he's ever.
2: amazing in the ring his, car- his, oh, he his needs character his work on is kind his character of pointless. and promos and i don't I, think he's I there, quite but, like
0: but... these two guys Have got nothing going on really so no. i got like them just have the best of three axiom won this one Tri- uh fraser will win the next one then we'll go to a third one yeah obviously Fraser's and what i think one. will happen is i think we're going to get a tag team here yeah I'm, I'm all for at, that, Axiom Excellent. and Fraser, because these two guys' wrestling styles just match. They just work really well. They're both lightning. They're both quite, you know, all right technically as well. I, I just think these
2: two could. I even, think that makes sense from tag, tag teaming at the end of it. Because other, otherwise, what's the end goal? One of them wins two-one. What they're going to then do? One turn on the other, and then you have more matches. Like there's no. Yeah. for me, that's overdoing it. So yeah, a bit of a bar-esque. Yeah. Story uh, that was I, best. I, I just which think maybe too many. But
0: for um your I'm not even going to say mid-card, your lower card of your NXT roster, to have two people put on a match like this, I, I was very impressed. Um, and this is one of those matches, you know, sometimes it's early in the morning when I'm watching these shows because of the, you know, timings when it's on in the US. Yeah. You wake up and, you know, 7, 6 a.m., you're Saturday to watch NXT, you're kind of eating your cereal half asleep. <laughs> sometimes you kind of zone out of stuff. And you But this match, I was like, Jesus Christ, I've got to pay full attention to this because it was... Uh, lightning and i yeah just really
2: um yeah well, it was it was maybe so it just shocked me. i like i like the idea of the storyline as well yeah. um, one of that there was another match on the show that did that for me a little bit and i, I personally yeah. i think this was the best women's match of the week that i've seen and oh, yeah. that was uh roxanne perez versus Mako samora i thought that was very brilliant good. and yeah. even uh there's a seth Rollins tweet as well um yesterday where he talked about how much weekly tv wrestling we get there which is great and he put this match in there which i thought was interesting obviously he mentioned uh, he didn't mention himself which is good because you know you don't want to put yourself there but, but yeah. he mentioned a few matches from clash and he mentioned swear v the acclaimed which i thought was a cool little nod as well but he mentioned yeah. roxanne and uh and uh, mako and i thought this was an awesome match i thought they had great chemistry
0: yeah
2: and i think mako satomura can bring, she's so experienced and like really good and can bring the best out people and roxanne is so good she's got a massive future in, in WWE, I think. And this she match does. just ruled. And then there's the Cora Jade feud, like still in the background yeah, afterwards Cora as Cora well.
0: Jade come in with a baseball bat, was it? And she absolutely hammered that into the back of Roxanne. Yeah, there's Roxanne no uh, holding back on that at all. Roxanne I, showed it on, the,
2: on her Twitter, actually. That
0: looked brutal. That, that.
2: Yeah, and um,
0: I thought yeah, that I mean, was a
2: banger of a match. You as know, well. the
0: feud here is Roxanne Cro, but I think we have Satomura and Jade next week. I believe, um, I think they announced that for next week, so that'll be a good one. And you know, Satamura is not doing much else. Have her involved here, although her character from NXT UK was kind of. The, she was just legend and people just were dying to wrestle against her. But she didn't have much of a character. And that seems to be what happened here. Roxanne was like, I really want to wrestle you. Um, So I hope she gets a bit more of a character, Satomura. Because in Ring, she is... The best to have an NXT. I think she's she's amazing. Yeah, she's incredible. Um, It's actually a bit weird when they signed her and put her straight into NXT UK. I'm guessing it's because she's not
2: really from From... the states. I think it was more to do with geographical location. I think it was purely because of that. She's used to wrestling in Europe and Japan and and other places. I don't think she's apart from in WCW in the 90s. I don't think she's wrestled in in the states for for that long, you know. So I think it was maybe because of that. Uh, originally but maybe she's happy yeah. to work in the States now
0: yeah she was um,
2: yeah I love this match here, it yeah. was really good um, what else was there for an NXT uh, we had
0: another good match between Ricochet and Trick Williams yeah um, this was really good or not too much on
2: this one no Ricochet um, just got his sort of revenge after losing to Yeah Carmelo with a banger at the paper yeah that was um, one of the
0: matches of the that, whole weekend, that was actually. awesome
2: that match yeah
0: they um, some of their spots Ricochet and uh, Carmelo I mean we knew it ridiculous. was going to be good well, and yeah. it lived up to the hype and uh, so and we got off the back of that Carmelo learned that the um, NXT yes
2: yeah, so we've got a couple fans of...
0: will um decide his opponent
2: yeah and have you seen the options online no they're rubbish options honestly um, oh, I, I voted on it because I was what I was thinking is it a free fall can you vote for anyone on the roster that'd be awesome mm. there's three choices yeah. Wesley yeah good choice yeah feuded with them a bit before he had when I clicked. He had seventy-one percent of the vote. Oh, okay. Von Wagner. Okay. Who I don't think anyone wants to see. And Joe Gacy.
0: Oh, I assume that be Ricochet.
2: I thought there <laughs> were rubbish options. I voted for Wesley because I think I, that'd be a good match. I I the other they'd two run options back,
0: Ricochet and Carmelo. That's Honestly, I, I thought, they thought they you'd be, be able to
2: pick from like twenty people, and it'd be like yeah. really interesting. But no, it's, it was rubbish. Oh, okay. And that there was, was also another vote, isn't there, for stipulation? Yeah, for the between, um, tag
0: team title match between. Um, Creed Brothers, and and pretty deadly. Pretty that? deadly. Yeah.
2: yeah, pretty deadly. Were cool in this show. I like them on this. They were angry. I there on the yeah, show. Yeah, they were. They were around a lot. Um, but yeah, really I, I good. Think they're really entertaining. Um, I'm a fan of theirs anyway. But yeah, they're they're, they're good. Yeah. Um, should uh, we mention the main event stuff as well?
0: Yeah. Yep. Main event, we had uh, the Coffee Brothers of Gallus, so not Wolfgang in a tag team. Yeah. Um, against bait. And breaker, we had um bait come out at the start of the show, then Gallus come out and then breaker make the save. Yeah, set so, up the
2: tag team, obviously. Set up this
0: match. I mean, looks like we're getting bait and breaker again, mm. or are we getting a triple threat? Because after the match, JD yeah, Madonna, Madonna yeah. come out, um, took out bait breaker again,
2: trying to make the save. Madonna v Bait is like ultimate NXT UK match, isn't it? It, it is. Like... Even Gallus against Bait yeah, was it's... a bit like... It just feels like NXT UK is
0: taking over the main event of NXT. Yeah, it feels so... like things
2: they just do on NXT UK repeated, basically. Yeah. Um,
0: um, but I think a triple threat match of McDonough, Bait and Breaker could be seriously good. I think that Yeah, that, be really that, good would, be, that would
2: be really good. If that's and the direction they go. I think
0: that's probably what they're setting up in the moment. That seems to be the most likely match for me. Um, but the main event match itself was good. Um, I just thought bait and breaker were quite well as a tag team, they no? just a couple of like uh in sync moves and stuff. Um yeah, yeah, it was it was all right. There was nothing wrong with it.
2: Got their win.
0: Um looking through the rest of NXT Well,
2: there was the Damon Kemp thing, was the other interesting thing I got from the show, really. Um I was yeah. explaining his decision to obviously it was him that took out Roderick Strong and explained yeah. why he did it. Um and yeah, I, I mean that's a twist I wasn't expecting to be honest damon kemp to be the one that kind of breaks up the group we all thought roddy was doing it roddy gets taken out and kemp's uh the one so that's that's interesting do you think his brother's gonna have any involvement in this and they're gonna do the creeds versus because that feels like it could be the direction here
0: yeah i don't know his his brother's a real surprise i'm not sure what his brother's doing because we saw him at mania for a bit
2: with i I read something the other day about like there's not much planned for him at the moment at all. Well, I'm they, not sure what um, his future is, but
0: they were Triple H again. He had an interview with um, Ariel yeah. Hawani on BT before Clash at the Castle, and he mentioned in there that he was before he had this um, his heart attack, whatever you know that yeah. uh, health thing he had um, last year, year before he was meant he was in talks to have a match with Gable Steveson at WrestleMania or mm. to be involved with Gable Stevenson as like a way to introduce him at WrestleMania, yeah. Triple H was meant to be involved, but obviously then he, had, he couldn't, and that got derailed, because they wanted to pr- propel Gable Thieveson, and nothing's really happened with him, so I, I don't know... The no, reason.
2: he was at Mania, wasn't he? He was involved in the tag team segment with yeah, Gable um, Alpha and, and, and the Prophets, yeah. but other than that, he's he's been missing... Uh, I'm not sure what's happening with him, but yeah, it feels like that would be a good way to introduce him, though, because the, the sort of Creed brothers and their amateur wrestling kind of style against literally... A gold medalist in re- amateur wrestling, yeah, uh, would be a perfect way to go. And I, I think personally, he should go into NXT first because, yeah, I feel like on the main roster, he'll just get swallowed up if he's not got much of a character. He's not done pro. I mean, Kurt Angle nailed it when he did it 20 years ago, but yeah, not quite not, a, not everyone. he's yeah. he's a generational talent, like not everyone's as good as that at adjusting. So, yeah, I think it makes sense to put him in NXT with his brother first, even though he was drafted to Raw. I think go back on that personally and do that if they're gonna if that's the direction they go in.
0: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. Um, we mentioned also other stuff on NXT, we mentioned um do drop the KSH, they got a
2: win. top toxic attraction. It kind win. of undone the story that I thought was happening on Raw, which was a bit off. Yeah. Odd. Um, um so a slightly surprising result.
0: Um and I think you know the worthwhile thing worth mentioning was Tony D'Angelo and Stacks were backstage oh, yeah, they, drinking coffee for the whole show. And they made up him, Cameron Grimes. Yeah, Cameron they? Grimes basically
2: turned them down. Cameron Grimes is a weird one because he was kind of involved with Gacy. Now he's involved with us. He just seems to be floating around backstage. I don't know what's
0: going on. Well, I, I think they might involve Gacy here because next week he's got a tag team match against D'Angelo and yeah. Stacks and he doesn't have a partner. And I think Joe Gacy is going to be his partner.
2: That's That's a good point that's, that's what exactly I, that's that's what is going to happen isn't it yeah, yeah that's what that's exactly know, what's yeah.
0: going to happen so that means right. joke ac cannot win that uh vote if that happens
2: <laughs> no that's the, weird yeah, that's, a, that's, that's a good in. point as well um, i think that's it for this week really on on wwe so we're gonna yeah obviously we're gonna a, have an, um, an aew pod as well aren't we but
0: yeah so we will um leave that one here so if if we you know, mentioned at the start, if you haven't listened to our Clash at the Castle review, um, check that out on our YouTube channel. Just search Recharge Wrestling. You may already be there by watching this video, but check it out. If you're listening to us on podcast format, that's where to find us. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle. Um, so get involved there. We, we have predictions and all sorts. Uh, we've just done two lots of predictions for the last weekend. I don't know when the next... Pay per view PLE is, but we should have a little gap now, really, because um, we've been inundated with free in a weekend. Um, yeah, yeah. Like everything I, I we cover. Like, October
2: the 8th, I think, isn't it? It's one extreme Rules. Okay,
0: we got about a month then. Yeah. So yeah but we are putting out our weekly shows as well as just tweeting in general, wrestling, news, and opinions. So uh, yep. check us out there. And uh, also check out our AEW review, which will be out a uh, similar time to this. So They'll worth the address. So if you're into AW as well, check out our review of Dynamite and Rampage. And we will see you guys next time.
2: Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.